Hey guys, we have a special announcement today. We are running a full frame DSLR or mirrorless camera giveaway. That's right, we've teamed up with CloudSpot to give away a Nikon D850, a Canon 5D Mark IV, or a Sony A9, or a Sony A7R II, or any mirrorless camera of your choice in that range. It's yours. How exciting is that? If you haven't heard of CloudSpot, you should because it is amazing. We've been big fans of CloudSpots for the last 18 months. A buddy of mine, Lane, introduced me to their product. He was also on the podcast in an earlier episode. CloudSpot, we use it to share beautiful galleries with our clients in the tourism space and our brand partners. My girlfriend uses CloudSpot to share galleries with her brides after she shoots weddings. And my buddy Lane actually uses it for all the above. Plus, he actually sells his prints through CloudSpot both physical prints and digital prints. Check it out. We're doing a free giveaway. Head over to artivisuals.com forward slash CloudSpot where you can enter in to win a free full frame camera. Now, enjoy today's episode. Today's guests are Kyler and Cody McCormick. As young entrepreneurs, Kyler and Cody McCormick founded the adventure filmmaking and inspirational brand, The Outbound Life. At the age of 21 and 24, they are TEDx speakers, social media influencers for brands such as Southwest Airlines, and have become sponsored by many of the leading brands in the filmmaking and photography industry, such as DJI, Manfrotto, and Sandus. They're leading a movement to show youth by living each day with passion, intentionality, and purpose. You can truly achieve your dreams. Kyler, Cody, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks so much for having us, Prince. We're stoked. Stoked to be here, man. Absolutely. We're stoked to have you here. So why don't you guys go ahead and let the rest of the community know a little bit more about you? Yeah. So uh, as you said, you know, we're adventure filmmakers, uh, but beyond just doing that, uh, having cameras in our hands, you know, doing pictures and telling stories through motion, we're doing a lot of different speaking, really getting this message of the outbound life out. You know, this is something that essentially is our story over the last four years of everything we've learned as entrepreneurs chasing our dreams. And as we've continued to go on, we've realized there's really something here that people, especially young people, can really learn from. So everything we're doing right now is having the goal to get that message out to as many people as possible. Yeah, we say we like to live the outbound life and preach the outbound life. And that's really what our mission is. And like Kyler said, we built a business in our passion, doing what we love. And we're just so excited to be able to share that with others so that they can be successful in what they love as well. Excellent. I love it. So let's let's start at the, the beginning. It sounds like obviously you guys have built this really awesome business that you guys are always so fired up to, to wake up and, and work on and talk about and communicate your story. So why don't you guys tell us from the very beginning and work backwards, like, you know, where you guys came from and how this thing started? Yeah, I think uh, as as far as I can remember, I always sort of had a camera in my hand. You know, when friends would come over, I'd try to convince them to get in my movies. Um, and Cody on the other side was trying to sell people stuff. <laughs> so he, with with his his good buddy as a kid, you know, he would always be starting businesses, right? They would be mowing lawns, they'd be picking up dog poop, whatever it was to try to make a buck. He was always trying to build that great business. And as years went by, um, I hit a point halfway through high school that I really realized I kind of forgot about the passion that I used to have in such a strong way as a kid. And I figured if I were to homeschool and do online courses, I could kind of step away from the craziness of life 
and really zone into the passion that I wanted to build. So I started taking on all these different video gigs. I started filling up my time, everything filmmaking, everything photography, really trying to figure out how can I become as good at this as possible. And uh, during that time, Cody kind of looked at what I was doing. He's like, you know, Kyler, like there's a business to be built here. Yeah, so and at, yeah. at a similar time, so Kyler was, you know, halfway through high school and pursuing learning, you know, himself how to filmmake, how to do all, you know, build this business essentially. And um, I had just graduated high school. You know, so I'm at this turning point in life going, okay, well, I have to choose where I want to go to college. I have to choose the degree I want to, you know, pursue. And I knew that I wanted to go after business. And I ended up uh, taking online courses for my business entrepreneurship degree. And I got my degree fully online. And I graduated, I think, about two years ago now. But at the time, online classes were still kind of people didn't really see them as legitimate. And I think as years keep progressing, it's becoming more and more common that it's a, a real way to go about your education. But for me, it was just kind of a matter of, okay, how, what is my end goal and what's going to get me there the fastest? And I think for me, looking at kind of the standard way of education, going to a brick and mortar school, you know, at the time, I was going to go into a lot of debt if I was going to live on campus at the school that I wanted to go to. And to me, I was like, that doesn't really make sense with, you know, being out of pocket so much money in debt to be able to start a business. How do I do that? So, you know, I saw what was out there. Online school really fit what I wanted to do. And um, like Kyler was saying, at that time, then I was at home as well. And we we're like, hey, like, you know, you're doing this film stuff. I want to build a business like we can make a business out of this. And we really pursued that. And it was funny because, I don't know, like people just started seeing what we were doing and just started asking us to do more and more. And, you know, it, that was like the organic, like word of mouth marketing that really kind of kicked things off for us. Um, and it's just been like so exciting to see how it's progressed from that. Um, but it really all just started from kind of realizing what our end goals were and drastically changing the life that we were living in order to get there. That's amazing. I, I love the fact that you guys just decided to blaze your own trail. And so <laughs> uh, that's always, you know, very inspiring people that, that choose those alternate paths and, and rather just kind of do their own thing and figure it out along the way. That said, so like, what are your guys' like day-to-day -day roles like? So it sounds like you guys, I mean, comp it sounds like you guys complement each other pretty well. So like, what do you each of you guys do on a, on a daily? Like, what's your role in the business? So definitely I take on more of the producer side. So being as our main product is content creation, whether that's film, photography, or a mix of that, um, developing marketing campaigns for different brands. That's where we're making most of our money. The other side of the business is speaking and social media influencing. But my main roles is definitely more in the producing and setting up projects and, you know, more in the logistical side of the business. Kyler's more on the creative side. Um, so on shoots, Kyler's, you know, fulfilling the role of the, the, you know, director and, and kind of overseeing, you know, the creative direction of different projects. And it's definitely at this time, we both wear a lot of hats. I mean, that's really, oh, yeah. it's the bootstrapping entrepreneurial journey. Um, we learned everything. We can do a lot of different things, but as we continue to grow, we're definitely working on dividing up those responsibilities more and more. And it's a difficult process, but it's something that, you know, has to be done. And I'm sure you can relate to that mm -hmm. in your own way. Um, and others listening, I'm sure. 
Oh, absolutely. I definitely, definitely know what that's all about. So you guys are these awesome storytellers. You guys have built this business, you know, completely around storytelling. And you guys seem to believe that stories are really, really important. And I also share that same belief with you. Um, but I would love to hear you guys' perspective on, you know, why you believe stories matter so much. Yes. Yeah. So it's funny talking about us being storytellers and telling other people's stories, you know, but one of the things that we've really come to strongly, strongly believe over the years is that your story matters, that our story matters, that everybody's story matters. And it's really kind of a shift in mindset, right? When you look at your life as if it's just sort of mundane life and maybe you're in school, maybe you're working a job, whatever, and uh, you look around you and maybe your friends aren't really loving their life. You're just one of them there's really a difference between that and then taking a step back and saying, you know what, my story actually matters. And the moment you start believing that you are living a story, you start kind of thinking about, well, what are these different chapters and what am I trying to accomplish? And then you almost put it as a task in front of yourself to say, well, if I'm living a documentary and if I pretended that there was a documentary crew following my every move around, how would my life change? And, uh, you know, so we really try to preach this, that your story matters. And um, as soon as people start looking at their life as if they're going to live an exciting adventure, they start figuring out how do I connect the dots? How do I go from where I am to that that bridge, that void that I'm trying to build a bridge across? It's, it's interesting, too, because it's almost like even on an individual level, it's like, you know, you being unique is your own story. And that matters. Right? Yes. You right. Know. It's about you being the best you possible. And even it's like, it's not all pretty, right? We all come from places and we all have things that we've struggled in. We have weaknesses and insecurities and vulnerabilities that we so often want to hold up shields and put on masks and hide from that. But it's like the moment we can start harnessing the things that aren't pretty too, and show how we can actually use these to our advantage. We can actually use these to get through to other people who are struggling in those ways. If, you know, maybe we come from an area of, you know, for me, back in back in school, I was never a hot shot, right? I never was the smartest in any class. I never thrived in, in any sort of sport or instrument, whatever. I, it was kind of like floating adrift. And because of that, you know, I have a real sensitivity in my heart for people that I come across that are in that similar state. And I get to take my life and true story and relay it on to them and say, listen, I've been there. I know what that was like. I know what it was like being the, even at times like the dude in class who it's like, you know, uh, they would be working on a class project. And I'm like, can I join your guys' group, right? I don't really feel the, the strong invitation. So when we can uh, really utilize not only the good things, but also the bad things, that can really be fuel to, you know, launch us into the truest whatever it is that you want to build. That's the fuel. Yeah, uh, and I think also kind of on that, so Kyler, as he was, you know, developing and processing through his story, I think a lot of people – when they measure themselves against society's standards and their values, they fall short. And it's just that, you know, this is what this is what typical average people are doing. And if you're not excelling in those areas, you don't have value. And that's just such a sad thing that's being taught, especially to the youth in our generation, especially in the school system, is if you don't ace that test, you're, you're dumb. You, you know, if you don't ace that test, you're not going to make it far in life. You're not going to be successful. You're not going to, you know, be able to make an income and support your family. That's just not true. And especially, you know, pushing into the arts, film and photography, like it's not until Kyler broke out of that system that he was like, wow, this other area, 
I actually am good at. Like, I'm actually like better than a lot of people, you know, and it's not that it's comparing against other people. But until Kyler had the ability to go into that realm, he didn't really get to see the value that he personally had. And we all have value. It's just in different ways. Absolutely. I'm really happy for you guys that you guys have found that path as far as, you know, where you guys can do something you guys are obviously both so passionate about and also deliver value to you know, a wide range of people. I think, uh, I think that'd be fulfilling for most people, you know, definitely is for me. So with that said, you had said something earlier about being vulnerable and, and opening up to being vulnerable and authentic and all that stuff. So with that said, you know, what were some of the most vulnerable points in your guys's, you know, along your guys's journey to, to becoming, you know, who you guys are today and, and where you are today? Like, what were some of those most difficult challenges that you guys had to overcome along this journey? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Where to begin? Sounds yeah, like you well, might have one, Cody. I think, yeah. I mean, even touching back to what I was talking about with education. So for me, a big thing was when I was going through my college education. And it was when I made the decision to take online courses, it was difficult because the friends that I, you know, the friend group I had, they were all going to nice prestigious colleges and whatnot. And at that time, you know, whenever you would meet up with friends on breaks or something, you would talk about what you're doing and they would be raving about, you know, these beautiful schools they're at, whatnot. You know, and I'm like, yeah, I, you know, sit at home and, and do, you know, I learn on my computer and, and whatnot. And, you know, it was like, for a while, I just didn't like to talk about what I did because I felt kind of like ashamed of the learning process I was in. And it wasn't until our business that the time that I would be like investing on a college campus, I was investing that time into our business and into starting to travel. I had a big passion for travel. So when we started to be able to travel with our business and something was getting built out of it, I had that like light bulb moment going, okay. What I'm doing, it does matter. So again, it's like proving my story matters and the confidence that came out of that. So yeah, all that to be said, for like a long time, there's a vulnerability in the path that people didn't understand. People judge what they don't understand. So for me, you know, college, yeah, people didn't understand it and they thought it was a joke. And yeah, and I would say just like in general, oh my gosh, there, I can't even count how many low points there have been, right? This is such a roller coaster ride. Like you said, when you're when you're uh, creating your own path, it's not defined. You know, th this does not exist. And in theory, it's going to be difficult. There have been so many times along the way that I've just like our entire worlds have felt like they've fallen apart. You know, I can remember probably about three years back, uh, we were introduced to a really huge YouTuber. This guy was a huge deal. He had a huge tech channel. And he said, guys, I want to fly you out to Colorado to do this video that was going to go viral, right? It's going to get millions of views. It's going to propel you. It's going to propel me. We're going to take over the world together. It was going to be the most amazing thing ever. And uh, anyways, long story short, so this guy was in high school and he happened to be like failing his classes at that point. So basically his parents said, listen, if you don't get your grades together, we're going to pull the plug on your channel. So the whole thing got pulled apart. And uh, we were just devastated. We put all of our eggs in this basket. You know, not only that, but like we really like, you know, we were calling different properties in like we were going to film it, I think, in Colorado. Yeah, we, we pulled on a lot of our big like resources. You know, when you do that, you just go all out on a project and you're, you know, pulling all the big people, you know, and then you, you know, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. And yeah, so everyone went through a ton of work. We looked bad. 
I like to say that the difference between success and failure is persistence. If you keep on going, you'll come out in the end. Uh, so last year, our big, big goal was to give a TEDx talk, right? We were like, this was in front of our face. We literally printed on our wall the TEDx logo. We said, we're going to accomplish this. You know, we were doing everything we could to be like the most proactive people, right? We thought we were doing all the right things. And uh, anyways, one day we got the email that um, although they liked our message, it didn't plug into their specific theme for this year. So once again, we were totally devastated. Our 2016 goal was not going to be accomplished. And again, we found ourselves in that situation where the rug was pulled out from underneath our feet. All of our passion was tied into this. And it's like, well, gosh, what do you do now? So it was a very painful sort of like season there where we could either throw it all away or start back again from the whiteboard and start scheming up, okay, how are we going to still make this happen? And so anyways, long story short, we were on a project last year in British Columbia. I woke up in the parking lot of a McDonald's in Montana after Cody had, had driven through the night, uh, checked my phone, and anyways, we had an email from uh, TEDx Memphis, which was like one of the big ones we really wanted to speak at. We got accepted, but I have to say, in that void of even deciding, even going to try going after this again, that was that was tough. Dude, that's beautiful. Thank you guys for uh, being open and vulnerable with me and, and sharing those stories. It, it's so beautiful going through those really rough times because when you finally do reach success or you hit those goals or you, or you reach the outcomes, the desired outcomes that you're shooting for, it's the lows that make it so worth it because you look back and you're like, man, we went through some stuff to get here. Ah, <laughs> oh, this feels so good looking back at like where we were. Uh, or what we've been through. So very necessary speaking. So you guys, it, it's rare that you, that you meet a young creative duo that does a ton of public speaking. So mm -hmm. how did you guys get into speaking and why did you decide that was like a great channel opposed to other channels to kind of help propel the brand? Yeah. Well, I think to be honest, it's, it's one of the best ways to get your value proposition across or your message or your movement. And that's really, you know, we found that that's really what we had to do. And to be frank with you, public speaking is one of those limits in our life. It's one of those fears that it was one of the biggest fears we had. And uh, we didn't want to do it. We didn't want to go into it. But, you know, we saw that like that was what was between us and the next level. So we were like, you know what, we're just going to go for it. We are going to get through this because if we don't share what we have, we feel like we're doing a disservice to others. And that's truly the position that we feel. The TEDx event was really, I think, the big thing for us. It was one of the, um, the biggest events that we spoke at. And um, for us to be able to get kind of into this process, we actually, we hired a speaking coach to help us with it because we were like, how do we, how do we take all of this content that we want to share and, you know, break it down into like a 12 minute talk. Now it's like, we had so many different directions that we want to talk on and that's how we, how we came up with it. And I think having some of that structure and having a support system around you can really help you get into that what you're asking why we got into it. It's just because that's what it took. And I think a lot of people kind of overlook that because it's a scary thing, but just got to go for it. 
Yeah, no, that, yeah, Cody hit on the spot. I mean, it was a scary thing um, for sure to do. It was a very uncomfortable thing, which seems to be a theme of, you know, when you're heading in the right direction. But I would say when we did that TEDx talk, we really found a sort of spark in us that was buried. And once we did that, you know, once you do anything in life that's scary for you in that time, no matter what it is, whether you're climbing a mountain, whether you're talking to the pretty girl, whether you're speaking on whatever, you sort of walk away with a new sense of confidence and realization that you're capable of more sort of a random handful of different opportunities have come since that. You know, we spoke at Photo Plus Expo um, probably a couple months after that TEDx talk, um, Mm -hmm. which is in New York City, and it's the largest photography convention in the U.S., and we're actually going to be returning this year, uh, this October, with uh, facilitating a panel there, which we're really excited about. But, you know, they've been really random things. You know, we actually were adjunct professors just this last summer at at a local college, they had heard about our story and said, hey, do you guys want to teach a college course? And mainly, you know, like, you know, we wanted to get our story out. We wanted to teach these kids something that we believed in. But two, I thought it was kind of ironic. I thought it was funny that I personally never went to college. And I wanted to use this to, again, add to my story that I'm living out to show that, like, listen, you might not feel qualified. I didn't even go to college, but I taught a college course. You know, everything really adds to that story. That's seriously, that's that's really awesome, though, that you guys... Uh, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, just on the other side of fear is, is bliss. And yeah. so your guys' fear was public speaking. And now that you've done it, you're like, dude, I love this. And now it's just like, let's go talk everywhere. And yeah. that's just really inspiring. And I hope that people take something away from that and will get out there and, and start pushing the door open, you know, no longer running away from some of those fears that they may have. You just kind of fears are one of those things you have to just take them head on. Like there's no working your way around it. Like you just, and the more direct you can be with it, the better the result, the end result. Cause when it's done and you're, and you were direct with your fear, it's just like, you're like, cool. I'm no longer like, you're not even a thing anymore. And so that's, that's always exciting. Cool. So you guys got into public speaking. You guys started your guys' company. Why are you guys doing all this? Yeah, no, I mean, I think uh, at the end of the day, we believe in it so much, this story and this, you know, the outbound life is simply the collection of all the lessons we've learned over the years. Mm -hmm. And uh, we really think there's some things here to be taken away from anybody, whether you're trying to build a brand, whether you're just trying to live a braver life in general. You know, one of the really big things we've come to learn and think is so important is the, uh, the pursuit of having amazing mentors amazing, amazing mentors. When we sort of joined forces and in, in building this business, we made a hit list. We literally said it like, if we could learn from anybody in the world, who would we choose? So we started pursuing these people, right? We would, we would, uh, cold email them. We would find their agent. We would like, uh, find them on LinkedIn, what, whatever it took. And, uh, we started getting to know these people by actually bringing value to them, you know? So we would think, you know, Hmm, I'm just a kid. What? Why would this, you know, famous author, entrepreneur, you know, filmmaker want to give me their time? Right. And we said, well, hey, maybe we know somebody that they don't. Maybe we could introduce them to somebody else. Maybe, you know, one quick story on that is, uh, you know, actually we go to trade shows all the time, and we found this is one of the biggest things that, especially with filmmakers, photographers, anybody trying to build a business in the creative realm so important to network at these events. This is the best way to introduce yourself to people. This last January, we were in Salt Lake City for Outdoor Retailer, which is you know one of the biggest trade shows in the outdoor space. So anyways, we were working with a local DMO, a destination marketing organization called Park City. And anyways, we were doing some social media space with that. 
And one of the guys that we really wanted to get to know more was Chris Burkhard, just this amazing, amazing photographer, sort of a legend in the photography space on Instagram. And, you know, we had slowly started building a relationship with him um, over the past year. But we said, hey, Chris, like, if we can get you like a skiing pass. Do you want to come out with us? And he's like, heck, yeah. So instead of just saying, give me your time, we said, hey, want to come skiing, right? But, uh, you know, with everything we're doing, you know, these are lessons that we believe wholeheartedly in. We see their impact in our own life, whether it's giving mentors, how to get new clients, how to find your own passion. Why do we do it? It's just like it's the thing that keeps us up at night. We have to. Absolutely. Give me five pieces of advice that you guys wish you would have known when you guys first launched your journey that you guys would like to share with the community. So five. anyone that's Ooh. looking to break in, you know, a young photographer, a young filmmaker, someone that's really trying to get a start, but they're really lost. They have no idea what to do, where to go and how to get this career uh, or this journey off the road, off the ground. What would you tell them? All right. Number one, I would say know who inspires you. So one big thing I see in people wanting to be photographers is they have, they're like, okay, how do I be a photographer? What camera do I buy? Whatever. They don't even know what kind of work inspires them. So take time and pick one or two people in the industry that you're like, I love their work and just study the heck out of them. Quick plug. All the good ones are on art of visuals at art of (laughs) visuals. (laughs) Yes. But real talk Two, don't give up. I mean, once once you're into it and you hit a wall, you just have to keep going through it. Like I said earlier, difference between success and failure is persistence. It's just still keeping on. Yeah. So if that's two, I would say three is develop a support structure. So we all have these dreams, but alone, it's really hard to bring these into fruition. One of the things we started is what we call a think tank. And it's just a weekly uh, meeting with us and a handful of young guys who are chasing their dreams. So we gather once a week to pursue entrepreneurship, setting goals, and making our dreams a reality. So you know, you're going to find that as you uh, pull people together to push you towards your dreams and you push them towards theirs, um, you're going to make a lot more progress compared to if you're burning alone. Yeah, absolutely. Real quick on that, I've noticed that to be like a very common theme in your guys' success that you guys have seen as far as that you guys are not afraid to reach out to other people and to get help. You guys, you know, you guys want to be amazing TEDx speakers. What do you do? You hire a speaking coach. And that's just, that's the logical thing to do. And that's so exciting that you guys like do that because a lot of people don't make that investment in themselves. It's so easy to spend money on, you know, coffee and all these different things every day. But people like cringe when they think about spending money on someone that can truly enhance their lives or course or whatever it may be that's going to help them reach that goal. So kudos to you guys. And Cody, I'll let you go ahead and jump back in at number four. I was going to say number four, and it's right on what you're saying is investing yourself. Mm. It takes money. It doesn't have to just be money, right? It can be time. It can be anything that's of value to you, anything that you have. But like, just like you invest a bunch of money in your college degree, invest a bunch of money into, you know, your love of photography, your love of art, or your love of travel, or whatever it is. Like, you have to be willing to give it, you know, make it hurt enough to be invested in that and to go after it. Yeah. And sort of, I guess these are all kind of off of each other. But one thing that, you know, we've really been learning recently is that, you know, it's not just important to organize your schedule. It's really, really important to schedule your actual priorities, your actual vision. You know, it's so easy in the busyness of life 
to have a to-do list that you check off every week only to get a year in the future and realize, oh my gosh, I didn't actually schedule my vision. And your vision is never going to be convenient. It's never going to just, you know, pluck itself in there and be an easy check off list. You really need to devote time to making sure that the things that you care most about, whatever it is you want to do and create in the world to inspire people in your own life, that those actually get written down to mm-hmm. begin with. And that takes a lot of time and a lot of investment. So I that's agree. number priority. <laughs> So, so with that said, we, we had, you kind of talked about vision a little bit. Uh, what is your guys's big hairy vision with the outbound life? Like if you guys, if Mark Zuckerberg shows up at your door five yeah. minutes from now and is like, what's up guys, I got $2 million sitting here with your name on it. Yeah. What are we doing with this money? What's the big, what's the big vision? Like money's not an issue. You guys can do anything, yeah. you know? What's the vision? What's that big vision for the outbound life? Yeah, so the big vision, you know, is to teach as many people how to live the outbound life. So practically in vision terms, you know, we want to write a book about our story and all the lessons that we've had that we think would be really useful if we had it back in the day. Um, We want to continue to partner with bigger and bigger platforms and uh, different companies that align with, you know, the message that we have to speak with. You know, we're working on actually creating a series called Live the Outbound Life that we're speaking with a few different companies who are, you know, on the entrepreneurship side of things, whether, you know, they have different platforms and news news sources that people can learn from. But, you know, we really want to take this uh, message and scale it as much as possible, probably through that, you know, that series through the book. And ultimately, we really want to create events for youth that can really just stir up their hearts and imagination being there for a weekend, learning from some of the best thought leaders and influencers in the world that we get to facilitate. Yeah. Something like that. That's it. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. The reason I asked is because now, you know, now you have a whole community that gets to hold you guys accountable to, you know, achieving those goals. So now that you put the big, the big mission out there, everyone's going to be watching and like, okay, where are these guys at in this mission? You know, are they getting close? How's that book? You guys said you're going to write a book. Where's the book? Let us know what you think of it. And please do hold us accountable to anybody listening. mean that. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I think that's beautiful. Richard Branson said a quote, and he said, it's foolish not spending your life becoming an expert of your passion. And I just like, I want that to sink in for a second because your passion is something that you're going to probably chase the hardest out of anything in your life. And if you spend your life going in a different direction, I don't think you're ever going to meet the full potential that you actually have. I don't think you're ever going to realize your full potential. So if you really kind of hunker down, chase your curiosity, find what your passion is and spend your life becoming an expert at it, you're going to have the biggest impact on the world. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. I think at the end of the day, this is all about motion. It's about staying in motion you look at somebody who's like the most fit person you know, and you ask them, how do you do that? They say, well, here's my schedule. I'm up every day at 5 a.m. I do this. I don't eat that. Well, they've built momentum over the years that it'll be really tough just to start and, and build all that. So what you want to do in your life is build momentum in whatever you love. And it's always the hardest to start because you're building off of nothing. But I'll tell you, if you even for one year make a commitment to, you know, whether that is reach out to one new person a day. This is actually something I love challenging people to do. Knock on one new door a day in the in the hope to learn from them, whether they get back to you or not. 
just alone, say like in in an entire year, if like five people that you really respect get back to you and give you some advice, you will have learned a lot. So I would say do whatever it takes to get in motion and stay in motion. And that momentum is going to carry you through. I love it. Cody, Kyler, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Please share the Art of Visuals podcast with your friends and make sure to hit that subscribe button. Sharing is caring. You can follow Art of Visuals on Instagram at Art of Visuals or sign up for the Art of Visuals newsletter on artofvisuals.com. Join us next episode for more. But until then, let's continue to visually inspire the world together.